Welcome to Spotlight, hosted by me, Alexis Bloomer. Most of you know me as a journalist or an author, but here, I'm just like you. I'm a girl who's going through a lot of the same things you are, and I'm ready to open up about topics and issues that us women think about daily. By coming into the light and opening up about my experiences, I hope to uplift and inspire you to see the light within yourself. Each week, I'll answer questions from real women and challenge you to start living your best life. Keep in mind, this is all my opinions and you are always encouraged to form your own as we go. But before we turn on the spotlight, you have to repeat after me. I am powerful. I am smart. I am beautiful and I am open to new challenges. Now, it's time for some girl talk. Today's topic is something that's been weighing on my heart heavy lately. I wanted to talk about it at one point, but I just feel like now was the time that God was telling me to talk about it. Because unfortunately, we're all probably at a point in our lives where we have lost someone. And grief is such a touchy topic because I believe that everyone grieves differently and in their own way. And recently, a lot of us lost two friends. As I watched not only my community, but several close friends mourn the loss of these two beautiful souls. It's heartbreaking. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've cried a lot. And I wasn't near as close to them as several of my friends. I personally have lost eight friends that were just beginning their lives. And it never gets easier because losing someone to me is the most difficult part of your life. And I truly believe that. However, I also believe that God has a plan for everyone and he knows when it's our time, even if we don't understand ourselves. So this podcast is a lot harder to talk about because it's so fresh in my mind. But um, the other night when I found out about the passing, I felt different emotions throughout the night. I mean, at first I was in shock. I didn't want to believe that it was true and it was still so hard to comprehend and so tragic. And then next, I moved to worry. I worried about their families, their friends of mine, and I felt sick for them physically. And then came anger. How are there horrible people out there that are perfectly healthy and fine, that have committed horrendous crimes or done terrible things, that are still alive, and then these two young people are dead? I'm not going to lie. I questioned everything. And at that point, I didn't understand why God chose them. Why them? Because every time I've lost a friend, whether it's an accident or suicide, I always wonder why. And for me, the days after the loss is when my confusion grows deeper. As more news has come out about the couple, I've watched news stations behave like animals to get the perfect coverage of not only the wreck, but also to get the inside scoop that no one else has talked about. I'm a journalist. I'm a journalist. And I get that to some this may be breaking news, but to many of people, these are friends and family and students and athletes. They are people, but they're not being treated as such. The news talks about their passing and, you know, it may circulate in the press for a few weeks, but for those close to them, it will never pass. This isn't just a hot topic. It's death. I mean, and it's shameful that we live in a world where death is a hot story. Part of me wonders if they've even really considered the families. And that's what I want you to do when you're dealing with loss is think about the families before you post or before you share or before you gossip. Think about those who actually lost something deeper than you did. Today, I would like to say that I'm going to help you get over and accept loss, but I'm not capable of that. I'm not a grief counselor, but I have been in this position several times. And if you're there right now, I want to let you know that it's okay to feel lost right now. First, don't let others tell you how you should be feeling. Your grief is normal. You're allowed to react whatever way will help you accept what has happened. I mean, you might not ever accept it. And that's okay too, but just 
don't let it consume you. Every one of my friends that I've lost would have wanted me to be happy. It would have wanted me their life to be celebrated in all my actions daily. So what is difficult for us is probably one of the most peaceful experiences for those we lost. And I know it sounds morbid, but I say that because they're no longer in pain. They don't have to deal with the evil of the world. They are completely pure again, and they're in a better place. They truly are. And I know it's hard to understand, but part of you has to accept that they're at peace. You know, I was reading an article, and it says that there are certain ways to cope with grief and loss. They said you can express yourself, which means talk about it. You can allow yourself to feel sad. They said it's actually a healthy part of the grieving process. They said that you should keep your routine, so try to do normal things that will help you adapt to your new normal. And they said you should sleep because emotional strain can make you very tired and you need to allow yourself to rest. I mean, to me, all of those things seem so minute compared to what was lost. They can tell you to do all those things, but it's not going to help you heal. And like I said, I'm not sure if those things will help, but I do know a few things that have helped me and maybe they'll help you too right now. For one, I always think of the person I lost as they were when they were alive. A lot of times, the death of someone overshadows their life, and that's so unfair to the person. When I think of one of my friends, I always try to remember the message he left behind, and that it was to be good to people, and that it was to be good to people, and not to give up when times are hard. Another one of my friends taught me the beauty in children. She was infectious and beautiful, and she still saw the world in such a pure way, and that's such a great way to live. Then another one of my friends, he wasn't afraid to be different and do his own thing. Even if it wasn't popular, I could go on for days. But with each loss, I have tried to preserve their life in my mind, not their death. Death is not beautiful, but life is something worth remembering. Their life is worth remembering. So if you recently lost someone, think about the last time you laughed with them, the last time you hung out with them, and hold on to those moments because those are the moments worth remembering and those are the moments that are going to help you heal. They might have passed those memories you have with them, they're never going to leave. So try really hard to focus on those things and not the negative things. Another thing that I have done that's really worked for me is I try to live better because of them and then treat others better because of them. I mean, it's sad. It shouldn't take death for us to acknowledge someone's worth and all the wonderful things about them. You never know when you could lose someone. So it's important to be good to one another. When we're not good to someone and they pass, even if it's over one silly fight, it's inevitable to feel an unwavering guilt. So please forgive yourself if that's you. You have an opportunity from this moment on to be better because of it. We all make mistakes and your one mistake should not overshadow all the great times you had with that person. So on the other hand, I mean, you can experience guilt from continuing to live. I heard someone say the other day that they felt guilty for decorating for Christmas or even being happy. I've been there. I mean, it feels like you're moving on if you continue to live. But I promise you, it's not that way. When someone passes away, your life should continue. And you can't feel bad for something that was completely out of your control in the first place. It's not like they would be disappointed or mad at you. Every day people die and every day the world keeps moving. And for me, I use those little moments in my life as celebrations. I celebrate their life in everyday actions because for me, I believe in guardian angels. They aren't gone. I mean, they're still with us every single day. And to me, they're experiencing whatever you are. So for me, I always try to make sure I'm living my best life so that they're getting the best out of it too. They deserve it. If they can impact you so much that you want to stop moving forward, then they probably did a lot in their lifetime that made their life, no matter how short it was, worth it.
when it seems hard to move forward or you're feeling down, I say do it for them. In the back of your mind, say that you're going to do it for them and you're going to be better because of them. I don't know about you, and you might not believe in guardian angels, but I do because I have had several experiences. But one that really stuck out to me was one I experienced with one of my guardian angels, and I will never forget it. So bear with me if I cry. But um, I haven't really told anybody this. The summer after one of my friends had passed, I was asked to cheer at the FCA Victory Bowl. And to me, that was such a huge honor. But unfortunately, I was tumbling during practice, and I broke my wrist. I was extremely discouraged because I had not chosen to pursue in college by this point, and I knew that it was my last time to wear a uniform. So the doctor on staff suggested I sit out the big game. As silly as it sounds, I was upset. I was trying to decide what to do, and I was about to cry when the elevator doors opened, and one of the football players got in, and he was hurt too. He started a conversation, and he asked me what happened, and I told him, and then I said that they wanted me to sit out. He said that the doctors had told him the exact same thing. I don't know why, but this guy said to me, let's make a deal. We'll do it together, and we'll give it our all. I won't sit out if you don't. And I kind of laughed because I didn't even know this guy, but he was speaking to me as if he had known me my whole life. As he was about to get out of the elevator, I told him thank you, and I asked him what his name was. And he turned around, and he said, Corbin. And he told me that he believed in me. And instantly, my heart swelled, and I was trying to hold back tears because my friend that had passed away earlier that year was the only other person I knew named Corbin. And that moment made me believe that guardian angels appear when you need them the most. What are the chances of me being in an event with over 200 people and the only other person that was hurt was a guy with the same name as my friend that had passed away? I mean, I like I said, I've never really told anyone that story. I still have experiences like this that remind me all the time that my friends that have passed away are still with me. Just because they have left the earth, it doesn't mean that they'll ever leave your heart. They say that life is always too short, but I think that only pertains to those who have never truly lived. All of my losses range from the age of 4 to 25 to 76, and all of them have lived big lives. You can tell by how many people show up to celebrate their life when it ends. Let their life be an example of how to live boldly and beautifully. The best advice I can give you is to be courteous to the family during this time. Put yourself in their shoes when you're going to share a story. The shock factor isn't worth the family reliving that day over and over. And also, celebrate their life more than you talk about their death. I've lost friends to car accidents, like I said, and suicide and more. And no matter how they passed, it seems that people can remember a lot more about how they died rather than how they lived. So talk about their life and the impact they made on yours. That's something worth remembering and that's something worth talking about. Loss is so personal to each person. So if you're experiencing grief, I'm so sorry. And I pray that you'll find comfort over time. If you know someone that's experiencing grief right now of a loved one, just be patient with them. Allow them to grieve in whatever way they need to. and Just be there for them. At some point, we're going to all experience the loss of someone. And I pray that you use that loss to help continue their legacy. Use it to the best of your advantage. You know, today's quote actually is one that was shared on Facebook in the wake of the news last week. And it really hit me hard, but the message is so powerful. It says, Every minute someone leaves this world behind. We're all in line without even knowing it. We never know how many people are before us. We cannot move to the back of line. We cannot step out of line. We cannot avoid the line. So while we wait in this line, make moments count. Make priorities. 
Make the time. Make your gifts be known. Make a nobody feel like a somebody. Make your voice be heard. Make the small things big. Make someone smile. Make the change. Make love. Make up. Make peace. Make sure to tell your people that they are loved. And make sure you have no regrets. Make sure you're ready. I pray that you make your message matter and you use your life to promote good. Your grief is normal, and although you cannot bring them back, you can help celebrate their life every single day in your actions. Remember the good times because those are the ones they deserve to be remembered by.